right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Another week of Low Seahos Podcast. The Sons. Beautiful gentlemen, beautiful. Be better. I've got Hayden to my left. What's going on? I've got Robert to my right. Yeah, yeah. And my name's Chad. And we are the Low Seahos Podcast. Oh, yeah. Los this hijitos. is week 13. 13. Semana. 13. Semana 13. Ah, uh, that sounds good. I don't know why. I don't know why 13 sounds good, but just rolls off the tongue, yeah, kind of. It, it, yeah. Lucky number 13. It sounds good. Well, um, again, thank you for tuning in today. Um, if you're a consistent listener, welcome back uh, to the Low Seahost Fan Club uh, podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome. Uh, uh, we talk a lot of San Diego Padres baseball here. Uh, the good, uh, the bad, the ugly, and the great. Uh, and the downright ugly. Yeah, the, usually the downright <laughs> ugly. But as as Robert and Hayden like to proclaim, well, I'm sorry, as Robert and I like to proclaim, we're the most optimistic San Diego Padres podcast. That's right. So uh, we've got a full plate uh, ahead of you today. <laughs> um, but but before we do, you know, kind of our overview, uh, a, a quick honorable mention: um, the kept faith. Yo, uh, put on an ice cream shout social out at uh, at Bay City Brewing, uh, uh, right there off the eight uh, in Rosecrans. Yep. Robert and I attended, represented the Los Hijos, uh, Los Hijos fan club. Mm-hmm. Excellent showing. Had a good time. Live podcast got some, got was some recorded. Baseball cards. Got some, ba- got some koozies. Mm-hmm. I love koozies. Some koozies. Yeah, it was good. Thanks yeah, for, so, yeah. So again, so thank, shout out to them. Thanks for putting that together. Yeah, thank you, Cap Faith, for putting that together. Had a great time. Um, but uh, but yeah, jumping right into things here, uh, Los Hijos podcast. Uh, this is week 13. Let's get into it. Um, so today we're going to talk about, uh, uh, really, as always, we're going to recap what has occurred since the last podcast that we recorded. Um, again, we take a look at, at, at what has occurred, uh, some of our past series there. Um, as of today, what is uh, a Wednesday, uh, uh, the 2019 schedule got released. Uh, we've got some thoughts about that for sure. Um, First to the take. Hot takes <laughs> on that, indeed. Um, uh, from there, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Padres marketing and, and what they've done this year to kind of, uh, uh, I don't know what they've done this year. Uh, we'll, so, we'll so again, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, uh, Eric Hosmer uh, has you know been talk performing. We're, we're going to give him a brief mention. Um, uh, uh, w- what has gone on with the the fact that our position players are just all over the place? I don't even know what a position player is on the Padres. So we're going to talk about that as well. We've got some thoughts. Hayden is chomping at the bit. I know he already there to talk like, about that. What I like to call position curious. That is something that we're going to have to dive <laughs> yeah, into, baby. Oh my <laughs> god! Um, and then we're also going to talk about uh, really. Who's the best leadoff hitter for the Padres at this point? You know, uh, we've seen uh, uh, quite a few uh, different uh, at bats there, batting uh, uh, on the bottom half of our uh, innings there. So, so who's the best? Who's kind of performed? Um, and then, uh, as always, uh, Hayden is going to take us down on the farm. Down on the farm. Uh, <laughs> down on the farm, indeed. Uh, that's where we take a look at uh, uh, really some of our prospects that are coming up. Hayden likes to 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 take a brief uh, in terms of of really what's ahead for the Padres, and then. Speaking of what's ahead, we'll then jump into uh, really a projection of, of our couple series uh, in front of us here. So, um, as we always like to start our podcast with a recap, uh, Robert, uh, you and I usually like to take this segment, Let's do it. and it really hasn't been good at all. Um, and we'll start with uh, Philadelphia. I think the, oh, that was the last time we recorded, and really the only highlight since then 
um, I, I think was Jacob Nix's de- debut. Uh, he went six, solid, no earned runs in his first debut. Right. And and again, it's been some time, but still notable to talk. That that was an excellent debut for the kid. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. The only you know the only thing is I'm just holding back to like give the take about you know what happened. Obviously. A week ago, right? So, right. So we have a, a lot to talk spoiled, about with yeah, the Knicks situation. The fact that we Indeed. haven't done a pod so, since so then. again, uh, the Knicks had an excellent debut, uh, especially going into Philadelphia. Again, they're they're most definitely in contention right now, and right. and so uh, and going in show. there and and we showed. So yeah. we took the first game 2-0. that they didn't even score up a point. Um, uh, game two, uh, Walker Lockett uh, took the mound and did not look that good at all. Mm, took an out. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, uh, up until that game. Uh, uh, Philadelphia hadn't even scored in 19 innings. So uh, when was the tank going to explode, right? right? That, and, and I think Lockett just, you know, felt the that he got the shit into that sick. Yeah, that was just, you know, it was all coming at him. There was right, no, no right. Way and then, uh, you know, game three, we had uh, uh, Mr. Joey Fueg on the mound. And then... Um, and, and, and everybody's favorite, and I'm going to say everybody's we're to bring favorite, back the bat swing. Padres... Shortstop, Mr. Freddie Galvis, <laughs> came very clutch in that game. A grand slam. Oh, weird. Uh, very timely. Uh, yeah, that was uh, so very timely for, for a consistent. So well, beautiful. A, a veteran player in our bat. So so again, Freddie Galvis with the home run, game three there. We mm. actually took the series in Philadelphia. So we came out great. of there uh, winning two out of three. It's nice icing on the top for us. You know, always, always harping on, on liking Galvis. And then for him to finally do a couple of good things like that. You he know. always does good things. No Robert. comment. Well, a couple Nobody asked Hayden. <laughs> this is our section. Good things. <laughs> no, no, no. All in fun. All in fun. Again, Freddie Galvis looked outstanding that third third game again. Uh, really shown. But uh, but uh, coming back, uh, we then uh, transitioned back to a, to a, a couple of home series there, uh, and we brought uh, uh, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. The Troutless Angels. The Troutless Angels. The Otaniless. Well, at least the Otaniless Angels on the mound. Yeah. We he, we saw him. I think the tenth inning of Dude, game he, one. How did I know? Of know course he, he scored so because he's he's just scoring oh, whenever. Yeah. No, again. So so the Angels series. Uh, game one. Uh, of course. Oh man, uh, our boy Steve, out in the outfield, not grabbing that one from Upton. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was I, I was confused on where you're going with Steve right I know, there. Yeah. But then I, I don't was know like, what his real name on. is, but yeah, yeah. No, I keep I keep putting out this photo because you know the guy he had his he brought his glove, and he puts his glove out there. And we're talking about the the ball that literally Upton robbed, right? So right, this was a home run. Robs, Up, yeah, Justin home Upton, run, you know, robbed a home run that would have been basically a potential game winner for us. Exactly, and we all remember like the the whole Cubs thing, right? Where like the fan reached out and like kept the the cubs from getting the out just blah, brought blah, blah. bartman so the thing is wow you really the conversation <laughs> on the that's, a, that's a stretch bro, no, what i'm I saying is it. what i'm saying is so you got to be careful where you're putting your glove in a ballpark but you bet your ass if if your team's home run is coming towards you you snag it every time especially if you have okay. a glove no excuses okay, okay. Anyway, all right I, I saw where you're going with that that was the Bartman reference really threw me off there for a second. It's like because it's the flip World side Series of it. Like, and curses or Padres. It's the flip side of it where it's like you got to don't grab that ball. Let the let the player catch that. <laughs> all right, all right, you I get it, I, mean? I get it. No, yeah. but uh, again, Upton was was basically the story of Game One, and uh, coincidentally, uh, the curious case of the ex Padre happened to strike in Game Two as well. Upton went literally three for five, two run home run. Uh, we lost Game Two as well, uh, uh, three to seventy. Uh, Brett Kennedy took the L. Um, but again, the story was basically Upton destroying us once again. Um, game three, Jupton. 
Uh, game three, really not much to talk about other than Kirby Yates giving up a, a very much so untimely home run in the ninth inning. And oh. then we went one, two, three in the bottom of the ninth. And that was a game. That was a fun game up until that point. Robert and I were there. Uh, uh, we got gifted tickets. Uh, thank you to the the Padres uh, organization for that, a.k.a. they're just trying to smooth us into yeah, yeah, yeah. tickets. But we're working the deal. We got free bobbleheads. Score. Ooh, what up? Yeah, again, fun time. And we'll but, be going to the game, I think, next week, maybe. No, we'll but see. again, fun time. But but again, when you give up home runs in the, in the top half of the inning and then you come out and don't even put a runner on base, go one, two, three. Demoralizing. Yeah, makes it hard to watch. Uh, again, we're doing recaps. We got swept by the Angels. Not good. Uh, not good at all. Yeah, that was uh, tough to have them come in and do that. I was indeed. hoping to at least take one. And Then we had Arizona. Uh, and, and really... So then the D-backs came to town. Uh, and Jacob Nix had game one. Sorry, did I say that right? D-bags? D-backs. <laughs> I'll let you say it that way just because you're from Arizona. <laughs> we don't so, have to remind people that we have one of those persons. It's a, I'm a convert. you know. I'm a okay, convert. there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So anyways, papers. Arizona was in town. Uh, Jacob Nix uh, looked good other than the, uh, the typical Padres first inning. I gave up five in the first inning. Right. And then they didn't score again. And... We scored in the eighth, I think, one run. It was a like solo a blast, was solo, solo blast, um, and and that was the game. We lost five to one. Uh, second game of the series, we just simply got out hit. Uh, uh, we lost nine to four, um, and then uh, again third night, uh, which was again uh, probably the highlight of the series in my opinion. Right. Obviously, they unveiled you know the the Trevor Hoffman statue. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Trevor Hoffman's night. Yeah, the whole series, right? They had they had giveaways the whole series. Yeah, the give. And, yeah, thank you for mentioning that. Right. Giveaways the whole series, from plaques to jerseys to replicas. Was a replica statue at one point too. Yeah, a replica a statue. Bomb, so so there was there was a a lot going on. But in terms again of that game, what a more special way to win that game than a walk off, oh, right? right. Uh, again, for for how hard the Padres have been pressing the Trevor Hoffman deal, and we'll get into that in a second. Don't mention it, boys. We will talk about that <laughs> again. It was a fun night. Fun yeah, night I just to like, get a I, especially I like the the photos of you know just the via celebrating with the team afterwards. Those those are like really good. The walk off photos, yeah. right? The yeah. the picturesque photos, and oh, then man. of course you know you know Mister and Missus Hoffman underneath the fireworks. Yeah, a good night to be a Hoffman. A good night to be a Hoffman. And again, Trevor Hoffman. I've said this like six times throughout this whole year. Congratulations on your Hall of Fame induction. We'll talk about this in a second. Yes. Um, <laughs> game four Sunday, uh, uh, Yates again gave up another ninth inning home run. Oh, man. And, and that was the story of the game, really, uh, right there. Uh, uh, Renfro had a dinger. Uh, he looked great in that game. That, that was that monster bomb, huh, oh, on yeah, Sunday? That oh, was a no-doubter. That was a no-doubter. Yeah, he, he sent yeah. it towards the, the He sent it towards yeah. the statue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was nasty, man. People actually had to update on Twitter going, uh, Please don't worry. He did yeah. not hit the statue. <laughs> the statue is saved. Yeah. So yeah. so um and 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 so so yeah the Arizona series really not good. Uh, Arizona is competing for what is the top spot right now of the NL West. They're actually up on top. Mm-hmm. Um. So so again they're a good ball club and and they showed it. Uh. And and we got lucky to sneak a win out of there. Yeah. Uh. Took uh, got one out of four. Uh, right now, uh, the Colorado series is ongoing. We're not going to mention that. We'll talk about that next pod. So really jumping into the pod now, uh, let, let's get into it. And, and really, uh, our first topic of the night is the 2019 schedule. Um, as always, Padres fans, we're looking ahead. Oh, yeah. 
So next year's the year. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the year, right? 2019? <laughs> 2019. That's, that's when everything's going to start happening for us. With the whole AL East just oh, going to yeah. chomping at it's us. It's going to come yes. right for us. So I did, you know, we did add it up. It's, so it's 75 home games, 87 away games. Um, you know, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I just counted, you know, on my hands. I have 75 fingers. But <laughs> heard it here first, people. <laughs> but um, so that that kind of, you know, stinks for us because we're not going to be able to go see them as much as we could. But there's also the fact that uh, either this year or the year after that, you know, there's going to be one of those years where we're going to be overloaded with, with home games. So that's good. And I feel like this year there was a lot, but I don't think there was 90 home games. I feel like there's no way. There might have been, I don't know, there might have been 90 giveaways, but we'll get to that. So <laughs> so notable series. Yeah, basically. Um, you know, we will be at uh, the Yankees. We will be at Toronto. Um Boston comes into town. Boston comes into town. Yeah, I think so. We're, yeah, I we're think I saw yeah. that. So yes. And so we're playing uh, the the entire AL East, which you guys are gonna have to help me with that. But it's the the Rays, Rays, Jays, um, Orioles, Yankees, Red Sox. Yeah. Right. And right. it's gonna be fun. I think next year th- those series are all gonna be fun. And and I think collectively as a low Seahawks group, we're going to New York. We will be. Looks looks like we're going in New to York. The, in the Bronx, mm-hmm. going to Yankee Stadium <laughs> once, maybe twice. Who knows? Yep, I, I've never been to New York, oh, so man. I think I I need to make that series happen. Yeah. We're big boys; we can do it. I can't wait. We'll see what their ticket prices. We're are big like. ehos. Doesn't matter. See if you can take your family like. there for a hundred dollars. <laughs> Just kidding. Nice one, Robert. You're so salty. <laughs> I am, but uh, yo, well, obviously we're gonna pay more than that together. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Yankee Stadium here, people. Um, and and it's so, yeah. Um, Robert, I mean, I'm sure next year uh, is going to be filled uh, with so, giveaways per usual. I don't know how many bobbleheads are going to give away next yeah, year. So, uh, are we going to be celebrating like the 15th anniversary of the 24 season? That's such a stretch. Or 24, oh 2004 God. season next year. That's Just, 15th anniversary. Wait, so 2004. Yeah. 2019, so, huh? Yeah. I'm Nas- biting my tongue. Na- nationally trying not champions. To lash out into and we're just going right to. Yeah. No. And. I'm actually kind of uh, scared for that. Scared is an understatement. <laughs> this is, <laughs> no, this is going to be a joke. We, we, we think that, um, and we'll cover this later, folks. We think that this whole 98, you know, sort of beating a dead horse um, of promotions thing has been bad. This thing, I, I just don't even know what's going to happen next year with the 2004 um, anniversary or whatever it is. And And so, you know what? We're heated. We're ready to actually talk about that. You know what? So uh, uh, we're going to talk about Padres marketing and and the the woes of that. But before we do that, before we get into the hot topic, let's talk about the hot sauce. This episode and every episode of the Low Seahose Fan Club is brought to you by Bitchin' Sauce, San Diego's sauciest hometown hero. Dip, spread, and smother on your favorite savory snack. Now available at Vaughn's, Albertsons, Whole Foods, Fraser Farms, Jimbo's. Get sauced at your local farmer's market. And I am proud to announce people here that Los Ejos has finally paid out Hayden and I. And I will be going home tonight with With a a large tub of Chipotle. Full Costco-sized tub of Chipotle. You're welcome, boys. I'm going to have it like. Finally came through like for the you. Next Thirteen no. weeks days in a row, and I'm not going to want to look at it after that. <laughs> yeah, so, that is hype. So Thank you very don't much. Don't be jealous for them. You know, it no. took me 13 weeks to give them their 
They're free. Sauce. <laughs> hey, I'll take sauce when I can get it. So again, uh, this episode is always brought to you by Bitch yeah, and Sauce. Yeah, big shout out to Bitch and go Sauce. Hit, go Thank hit them you. up. Uh, uh, shout uh, out to LA Edwards, LA Edwards Studio. For We're in the, the studio, studio again tonight. Uh, yeah. No, shout and and so uh, jumping right into where we left off, uh, we have got a lot of opinions about the Padres marketing uh, a staff, the Padres marketing game plan, the Padres marketing schematics, whatever you want to call it with how they've gone about this year, with how they've gone about the Hoffman induction. And honestly, guys, I'm going to come out and say it. They have beat this thing into the ground and I'm tired of hearing of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, this, this whole 98 uh, anniversary season thing. Um, I mean, they've just completely, yeah. Like, like Chad said, they've just beaten this into the ground. Um, and, and it's, it's kind of funny to see because, um, you know, they, they did the game where they brought back all, not all of them, but a lot of the members of the 98 team, Vaughn, Finley, um, you know. Right. Uh, they did the bobbleheads. They, right. the, the, they did the four bobbleheads, right? right? So that honored the 98 series. <laughs> I'm sure that I know there was a Gwen night this year at, at some point. The, yeah. You know, what's funny is they've done like a lot of the uh, superhero, like, well, they've done that. Han Myers or whatever shit they've, like that. They've done weird stuff I'm like that. that. Well, no, and, and just in speaking <laughs> to the real stuff, right? And again, I we said this earlier. Congratulations, Trevor Hoffman. You've been, right. been inducted to the Hall of Fame. That's a huge honor. But is there nothing else going on with the Padres organization that we can't talk about anything else? Well, no. And <laughs> this this kind of leads into the second point that we have on our you know on our schedule with, and it's that. Mr. Partello is a master turd polisher. <laughs> he he, um, <laughs> I I I'm of the belief that he's sort of molding himself into being sort of the Mark Fabiani of the Chargers. And, and Partello, for those who don't know, uh, Mark Fabiani was basically special counsel to Dean Spanos and uh, basically fought all of Dean's battles. And not saying that Partello is going to be that uh, guy who does that for a certain powerful individual, but. Um, you know, I, I think Partillo has this history of, of, you know, having this marketing philosophy of, well, if you're brought into an organization and you have all kinds of negative publicity and bad media around you, you take the one little ounce or sliver of a uh, good publicity and you try and just talk about that and just run with that. And I think that's really what he's done. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, with We've everything absolutely else about that. the 98 season, about Hoffman's induction, you know, what have you. And, um, it, you know, I just think there's a lot of parallels between that and what Mark Fabiani has done in his career. So whatever. Interesting. I don't like the guy, so I don't have a problem saying that. <laughs> and, and, and Robert right. also brought up a good point with the amount of bobbleheads that have been getting out this year, especially just the random one-offs like the Star Wars bobbleheads and, and you know, the theme nights. And right. we've seen a lot of weird theme giveaways this year. And Yeah, you know, when I guess like everybody, you know, everybody's like, we're all harping on, man, like the, 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 the marketing team sucks and there is this question you know is the marketing team gonna suck until we're good or is it them here's my question they're is, gonna suck is until something... they're honest with the fans okay that's so that's the real that's the question is there something that they can do now that like that will make us stop saying or stop having this reaction of just like oh fuck you whenever they it just seems whenever they do something, yeah. it's just I this mean, attitude think, of like, you know, you've brought this up numerous times. Why do you do it that way? And you the, know, like even the pricing tiers, of, right? And numerous people on Twitter have brought this up. It's the lack of, 
just realism about their ticket prices. For God's sake, like this is a shit team. And you're charging <laughs> top dollar for people to come in and watch minor league players play. You have every other team in the fucking league who's chart who's giving you uh, a good ticket package and we're still up here charging top dollar to watch crap products. So, so That's here's the a, bottom here's line. Here's another factor. 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, right? So this is the fifth full year of them having the new stadium. Do you think that it's like, okay, they were just trying to make their money back the first five years, and then maybe they'll snap into reality next year? 14 years. And, oh, it was 2004? 2004. Oh, damn, shows how much I know. Oh, Almost. Why would I think it's 2014? It's okay. It's okay. But it was, yeah, the, but it was 15, 10 years. 15 years. Oh, they wouldn't run a thing like that for 15 years about like, no. oh, let's keep ticket prices high for, yeah, no. Never mind. Almost. That's where my brain is going, but came back around unless they have this altruistic motive about making the city more money because i think the city uh, uh splits the revenue with them like 70 uh, 30 or something like that and, and so it doesn't make any sense of seats that i don't know somebody somebody answer us no the general I'm, to my understanding um and we'll move on after this point to my understanding the revenue the sharing agreement i i think is roughly 70 30 city to padres ownership so anyways hmm. padres marketing sucks <laughs> <laughs> is, yeah. is what we've concluded right. again well, and, we've and, seen yeah. it all year and my thing is like could they give away something different i don't know if they could well we've already proven well we've already read in the statistics people come for fireworks people come for bobbleheads and we do a lot of that and people right. come if it's affordable lower the prices get a ticket package heard it well, here first hayden i think hayden you mentioned earlier about and and kind of the hoffman uh the hoffman night Right. You mentioned the attendance on the Hoffman night. Oh, it was about 20,000, I think. How how does that happen on a Saturday? Well, I mean, was I it hot? This has been or this no, has been tossed night. around and, you know, in on radio stations on 1090, I think they've talked about this a lot. 973 has probably talked about it a lot. Numerous podcasts have talked about this. Um, I think the general consensus is it's just it's at the point where these promotions have, have just been oversaturated and there's just so much bad baseball right now it's it's almost like the climax was hoffman's induction and now his unveiling of the statue or the unveiling of hoffman's statue at peco park is almost just like a a totally trivial thing and and again it it means Hmm. a lot there's that yeah it is it is i completely agree with you but again we were so hype about the induction right right how can you get more hype than that Sense. Hard to follow that up. That two makes weeks, sense. That makes later. sense. So yeah. again, right, I buy that. W- we've got some. We've got some qualms. We've got some. We've got some quarrels uh, with the market. We've clearly group. got more to say on that. Uh, so we do. We'll we digress. Do. But um, again, <laughs> the hot, uh, the statue looks great. Statue it does, does look, look great. great. Oh man, it's in it a great location. Great. Yeah. It's in a great location. It's awesome. Uh, uh, so again, but the marketing, we'll see what 2019 has. Uh, uh, it's going to be interesting because a lot of people are already anti Padres in terms of what they've done. Right. For the fans. So uh, uh, more to come. M- more to come in that subject for sure. We'll so, see. So uh, uh, switching topics here, let's talk about baseball. Let's talk about the Padres. Let's talk about what, what's on the field right now. Um, and, and let's talk about the fact that our position players aren't necessarily position players now that uh, we're in full tank mode. Well, they just don't have um, one position that they identify with, and they're kind of exploring. Hayden, yeah, yeah. Want. Hayden, you had a term for this. Uh, it's called position curious. Hayden's getting a, Hayden's facial 
uh, <laughs> remarks right now are a little creepy right now. So Hayden, position curious. What is this? I almost said Carlos Villanueva, the reliever we used. To have. Almost Christian Villanueva is uh, currently flirting with some second base and some first base. Um, we've actually seen him. Uh, I think Meyer's first game at third was uh, when he uh, played first base for the first time this year. Jankowski uh, see me uh, is uh, being found everywhere in the outfield. Uh, which... Yeah, every night that I, every time I seem to go to Petco Park, he's in a different position, whether it's center field or whether yeah. he's he's in uh, left field. I think he has best. I'm not stats, opposed to that. You know, quote unquote, on in like right field, he fields best or whatever. Um, but yeah, he plays everywhere. Everywhere. Well, and then uh, another outfielder, uh, they they've been kind of uh, switching around. Renfro has gone to left, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yep, back and um, forth. Not permanently, obviously, but just kind of on a trial period. Yeah, uh, back and forth. And I don't That's like that at all. I know I don't like it either, but I I do like the fact that they're willing to do it, and I'm wondering why they haven't done it earlier on in the season. Um, and I I know Craig uh, Elson, make the pottery is great again. Mentioned this like. Why now? Why not two months ago? But anyways, that's another point. And yeah. then finally, Freddie Galvis was hitting leadoff last night. Today yeah. is Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Last night uh, was Tuesday. Tuesday. So the first game of the Colorado. Yeah. Against Colorado. He was hitting leadoff. That's a stretch. I mean, that's a real stretch in my that's opinion. That's interesting. Right. I mean, a guy who's been hitting below like 230. 230. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like two thirty, two thirty. Right. And and not for average, not for not for yeah. any type of consistency. And I'm a known I'm a known Galvis, uh, you know, lover. Uh, I don't know what else you want to say. He did. But, he did hit two fifty. Um, and and I even I even kind of scratched my head at that uh, <laughs> at that move. It makes no damn sense at all. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, you can't have a guy going one for four lead off like. Well, and not even that. Not even that. We know who Freddie Galvis is. It's not like he's he's an experiment. He is a veteran shortstop that deserves a six or seven spot in the lineup. And it's he's not, not right, a leadoff. It's hitter. not like he has Margot Speed or anything where you're like, "Yo, this guy's going to get around the bases really quick." Right. Right. He's just. Right. He's an average bat. So, so, so again, I did yeah, not get yeah. that whatsoever. I, I think I I agree with Hayden on that. I'm not sure where that came from. So transitioning from that, who statistically? Is the best leadoff hitter on the Padres, and I still have more who do we favor going forward as a leadoff hitter with hmm. the Padres, um, with the current roster mix, huh. um, no one being added or subtracted. I like that second. Question. I don't have any computers in front of me. So okay, I'm so be I'll give you the, I'll give you the stat line real quick. So the best leadoff hitter, uh, if you're going by average, is Jankowski. So of Lead off, blah blah blah. It looks like Jankowski Freddy and Margot have pretty much split it. Jankowski getting two two forty nine at bats, uh, Margot getting uh, one fifty three. So this is sixty four games for Jankowski, mm-hmm. um, thirty five games for for Margot. You got about uh, eighteen games for Perella at lead off. Lord knows why that. Um, <laughs> four, and yeah. Cordero got uh, got four games at lead off. Um, interestingly, Interesting. so Interesting. super small sample size, but. Um, no, but that's still it, so. look at that. Look at putting that him at leadoff, weighted though, slash line, two twenty two, two twenty two, seven twenty two. Yeah, right. That's funny. No, and and uh, it's funny you mentioned Perella in the leadoff. And as always, I think oh, when man. when Jose Perella, I think when the Padres announced the starting lineup on Twitter for the day, I'm pretty sure Twitter burns. Uh, Padres Twitter burns when oh, they see Perello batting leadoff. My it's heart ridiculous. burns. My oh man, my yeah, eyes burn. Everything. It makes no sense. I, I really just don't understand why he 
consistently still gets at yeah. bats for our Hearts team. Hearts are burned. But you know what's Everybody's f- disgusted, <laughs> and most likely you will lose your buzz. You see that Jose Perella oh, is man. batting leadoff. Right. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like Richard on the mound. You know. Oh no, right. no. So, but yo, on this, so on this thing, Jankowski. Here's what's surprising is I always thought Jankowski. He's been really great, but he had that really long slump. And so I thought, okay, Margot Jankowski, they kind of have had a, a similar go at, at leadoff, but the numbers tell a different story where Margot's hitting 183, 210, 307, and Jankowski's hitting 250, 251, 341, 341. So, and again, I'm not the stat guy, but there is, you know, at least a, a, a decent enough discrepancy there to say Jankowski's the better guy. Is he the yeah. guy le- going forward? All things considered, and nothing changing on our yes. roster, absolutely. Yes, because of because he can run the bases. Just look at his on base percentage. Yeah, we've already established that on base percentage and speed. I, and I mean, yeah, and he steals bases. I, I so. almost, I almost want to say for a leadoff hitter, throw the average out the window in terms of analyzing their impact in the leadoff spot. Look at their on base percentage. Look at their BAPIP. I mean, I think those are the two main things that I would want to look at if I want to choose a leadoff hitter. Three forty one right now. Um, it's probably not near the best in the league or even close to middle of the pack, but it's the best on the team right now. Yeah. You got it. You got to have that in the lineup as much as you can. I surprised he didn't start more than 64 games. Right. Well, and he scores a lot of runs because he, he gets his, his behind over to the third base. Right. Boom, boom. Yeah. And he doesn't really do cool. it in a conventional so. manner, but he still does it. You know? I love watching him. Dude, I have a, I have a theory that, you know, like the old math problem, if a train leaves, if a ball leaves a pitcher's hand, you know, going 100 miles an hour, it cannot get to the catcher and then to second base in the time that it takes Jankowski to get from first if to second. If a bunt has laid down the third base line, <laughs> is anybody it's, left it's to throw Jankowski impossible. out? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to get dragged for that on Twitter. But You guys are nerds. That's how I believe. So nerdy. He He's too fast. <laughs> no good yo good segment right there about leadoff hitters i i like that no and, and again i, I think we're, oh, we've man. still got some experimenting to do and i think that's what really we're kind of you know really that the point of that segment was is that uh, now's the time to test things now's the time to test a lot of things right. we're gonna see some weird things yes we are and we're he's gonna, gonna start experimenting more and more best outfield i mean we i like renfro sometimes i like jankowski sometimes i like Reyes sometimes, right? We don't have a clear best. It's true. Right, so oh, and, and apparently Will Myers isn't an outfielder anymore. So it, it, things things are changing. Yeah. Things are changing. And and so yeah. Uh, Will's like that guy who just tries everything and everything works for him. <laughs> Position wise. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Until he breaks something. Exactly. Or until he uh, cuts his nose in, in batting practice. Oh gosh, yeah. Poor guy. That's an update with you guys. Yeah, uh, Will Myers is out uh, for Wheel tonight's Myers. game. He, uh, <laughs> Will Myers, uh, <laughs> uh, is out for tonight's game. By the way, uh, a laceration across his nose uh, occurred in batting practice. We wish him nothing but a speedy recovery. Game ending. <laughs> will not game be ending. able to. Didn't even we start will the game. not be able to report back. He, he was taking BP game. and he just, you know. <laughs> Just took one off the nose. <laughs> Will Myers suffered a Dude, nose cut in the. I can't with that kid, man. Yo, and by the way, honestly, yo, way off topic, but there was a, a viral picture that went around uh, Padres Twitter of oh, Austin yes. Hedges in a picture of Will Myers being carted through Wrigley after he hit a foul ball off of his shoe. He's wearing a boot. He's in a literally a, like a lunch cart, yeah. like not not a, not a golf cart, not anything. There, he's being pushed in a in a lunch cart. 
the like entire those, like, red rider wagons or whatever yeah like yeah. the great like one of those gray carts <laughs> like the lunch ladies push around like a great thing the entire padres team was in these shirts <laughs> in batting practice right so big big shout out we got another one to tony i can't remember his his full thing but he's the like the cartoon cartoonist sick art right oh and and, and then so he isolates this Gets it, you know, print ready, puts Put, it on puts a website. Them on three, oh my god! Yeah. Gosh. So basically, this guy uh, has has now made a production for these shirts. Yeah. And so you thank best you. believe Shut I up. bought one of those shirts. That was oh the god. easiest twenty five dollars I think I've ever spent on any Padres attire. Oh yeah. Uh, that is the troll picture of this season for sure. So Will Myers, oh, injured again. Poor guy. Poor guy. At, le- at least we get some entertainment out of it. And, and speaking of entertainment i think probably one of the most entertaining segments of the los hijos podcast is down on the farm down the farm we like to give you a little uh little preview of uh what's going on? a couple of our prospects what's on the farm right Mrs. so, Hayden's favorite. so folks um no individual prospect highlight this week however i do want to highlight the fact that um Right now at uh, Fort Wayne, your uh, low-A affiliate uh, for the San Diego Padres, the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, are currently cultivating uh, a a couple of prospects that I believe will be uh, in Lake Elsinore by next year. And the reason why that is so important is that, uh, geographically speaking, they are our closest minor league affiliates. And that that next year we're going to have a lot more reasons if you didn't need reasons enough already to go up to Lake Elsinore and watch a few games, we have the potential to be seeing Gore, that is Mackenzie Gore, Ryan Weathers, Owen Miller, uh, Travis Swinski, I believe his name is, Luis Patino, and Tirso Ornelas all have the potential to be up in Lake Elsinore Ooh. next season. I'm looking at that list and I'm just I'm already salivating about that. That's going to be incredible to see. That's going to be some great baseball. I need a, I need a bowl um, of free chili and cheese for that. <laughs> we we need we need one of those. What was it? There was like four dollar margaritas that uh, that you can get all before oh. the second or third inning. At, yeah. at Lake Elsinore. Yeah. Oh, at yeah. Lake Elsinore. Yeah. They have wonderful drinks. It doesn't oh, matter what great the drink. specials. Yeah, cranberry I mean, vodkas. I was just ordering whatever because they I mean, were all like four or five bucks. It's it's almost better to go up there <laughs> and spend day. a ton of money. <laughs> I mean, you could spend the same amount of money that you spend at three, uh, you know, Lake Elsinore games that you would spend at one Padres game. Right. If we're honest. Yeah. Yeah. We, we need to utilize the fact that they are so close to us. Gentlemen. Right. We need to get more. We need to get to more. We're going to be games. up there. And also, often. it'll we give you kind of games. an idea of what's to come. Um, when we get to like, see them. We get to right. see them in person. Nothing like seeing a top prospect up close and personal. Um, yeah. I mean, we saw Hudson Potts at one time up close and personal and just saw his composure, saw mm-hmm. his raw talent. It's it's nothing, you know, watching video doesn't even compare. So. Who of these guys are you most excited to see? Do you think Oh gosh. Um Luis Patino. Yeah. Patino yeah. That like came and why? Well, give me a couple give me a couple so stat cool. lines. What's his what's that his thing? So well, I mean, cool. I don't I don't have his stats right in front of me, but he's the kind of guy who um has all I mean, he was a fringe signing out of Columbia like we think we signed him for 200 grand. And he went from a, a really lanky, small teenager to a guy who's all of a sudden built himself into somebody who's bigger than I am at 17 or 18 and has three-plus pitches and then potentially four. Um, he, I mean, his Interesting rise, wind up. Interesting right. wind up, too, which and draws another attention. another thing is okay, now he I know and Gore about. have been good buddies. And before he and Gore were really kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, you're mixing me, yeah. it up, 
Uh, he had Tell a very this. generic, uh, you know, he had a very generic stretch, very generic windup. And so the fact that they're kind of bouncing ideas off off each other kind of encourages me because it make, means that, you know, they're building that chemistry already and they're making each other better. That's what it takes. Right. Chemistry. When if they're there 2019, you know, 2020, you 21. Oh, Gore, 20. Patino, one-two punch. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Well, we've seen it in all kinds of organizations and, and it, you know, you win from the lowest level and you play with that same team and right. you just win all the yep. way through. And then by the time you're at the, the top level, it's just, you're ready to win championships. Right, so, yeah. so again, thank you Hayden uh, for our time down on the farm. Uh, the farm. I really like that Tim caps, uh, Tim caps update there. Um, I like and, it. and again, as always, uh, we always look to, like, like to take a look down on the farm because uh, that's our future. And, and as Padres fans, that's really all we got. Nice little trip to the country. And, and so, you know, speaking of the future, I think this podcast, you know, is kind of, you know, dwindling here in terms of, of topics. Uh, so let's go ahead and look forward uh, with what's in store for us. Um, we are currently so, playing uh, Colorado, Colorado in so Colorado. By the time uh, you listen to this, it'll be our third game with Colorado coming up. Indeed. Uh, it looks like we're going to have Lucchese on the mound going up against Freeland. Um, that. We turned it off right before the end. We lost today. Uh, <laughs> that's I'm not, like that's the, the new result is yet to be determined. Attitude. All right, I'm just playing. Um, so then, uh, right after that, we're gonna go to L.A. Dodgers. Uh, we got three games there. We're gonna do a Richard Kennedy Erlin lineup, uh, and that one's gonna be rough. It's gonna go Hill Kershaw. Yeah, I was Wood. gonna say that's the yeah. the three aces for they, L.A. Right I there. I swear, every time we play L.A., it's like, oh, we just happen to have you know a couple of our best pitchers up well and with so la right now uh <laughs> we'll see uh, the, i think the biggest thing with the la series these days is can we get through those starters to their lackluster bullpen uh, well their bullpen has been that. well and closing and, and okay. so it, i think besides kershaw they don't have starting pitching to stand on as far as you know a, a core that can take them into the playoffs however Rich Hill, Alex Wood always play well against us. That's main, right. Yeah. That was the, yeah. That's, that's the point there. Main, I mean, the main comment is like anytime I see Rich names. Hill coming against us, I'm like, yeah, oh, familiar man. names on the LA organization yeah. that seem to just because I've thought many a times, okay, well, maybe we'll we'll do good against them, but right, you know. And nope. if you are a Dodgers fan that you s- just so happen to listen to this podcast, I'm sorry, but you guys do not have the starting pitching to go deep in the playoffs. Sorry, but heard it here first. But uh, but you know, always love the the Fangraphs prediction of uh probability of winning. So, uh, Kennedy Kershaw night, we have a twenty one percent uh chance of winning that game. So they gave us twenty one percent. Yeah, crazy, huh? Wow. One fifth. Uh, so hey, <laughs> hey, Chicago series, we beat those odds. This is true. Let's this get them. Let's but, get them. Uh, so then we come back for a two game series uh against Seattle, uh. The Seahawks. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, uh, so check that out. That'll be. I'm looking. I'll probably go to one of those. You know, Mariners in town. That's That'll be fun. Good. I yeah, think I do. So. I have a season ticket there. Okay. Um, I booked that back in the day when I thought Ichiro was still going to be. Actually, you know this what? Year. Yeah, I have a ticket on the 29. Tired half. Almost. Boop, almost boop. made it. Ichiro is. You know, I I would believe he would have been retired by now and opening a sushi restaurant somewhere in L.A. He was still trying this year, okay? <laughs> he a, was still champ, trying. Uh, I just can't believe he's still on a, on a roster and still just slugging it out. He was playing when, when Ken Griffey Jr. was playing baseball. No, how crazy is that? That's insane. Like when he was setting he's just ageless. records. Totally ageless. You know? 
So Mariners, yeah. So uh, yeah. So... Unfortunately, we're not going to see Ichiro. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> Just like we didn't see Trout. Damn it. Or Otani. <laughs> well, anyways, folks. <laughs> Robert, is that your recap there? That's hey, that's, you out? that's the recap of what's coming up. And he just stopped talking over there. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. He's just over there scrolling, it's, but he had know, nothing well, coming out of here's his my mouth. Thought, here's my thought: <laughs> is that you know we're just getting to that point of the season where you know it's it's late August. We've got one more month, <laughs> and I think all of us in the fan in the fandom are just like, man. I, I think, folks, uh, all of us, including the low C hosts, uh, went into tonight uh, with um, a lot of hope and a lot of optimism, but then at the same time, we were all looking at each other, going. Well, it's really this point in the season now. There's not we, really, there's not really much baseball to talk about, and I saw, and I saw this the other night. I forget. I think it was, it might have been HJ, where he goes, "I didn't even watch the game tonight," and I felt good about it. Right. I, I don't think it was HJ, or it was again a, 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 a Padres Twitter name. But again, absolutely, at least two or three times a week now. You see I'm, that. I'm, I'm skipping a game. We're like, okay. Yeah, with nice. Usually games. it's like one game a week. I mean, I'm still but... feeling bad, but at the same time, I'm just like, eh, we'll get the score later, bro. Yeah. So, so. Don't let my friends over here discourage so sorry you. For uh, my lack we of... still want the Padres <laughs> to win, and by win I mean win in next year's draft. And and I so still, well, and I'm still I was wondering where you're gonna go with that. We're gonna I'm win in next year's draft. So that, here's the thing: because of how bad this year is, right? Just like you know, well, Padres can't lose today. If it's if it is our worst year in ten years or whatever, hey. You know, next year we're going to win more games than we did this year. Top draft pick. So, hopefully. So, Robert's saying that if this season is rock bottom, next season won't be rock bottom. It it can't be rock bottom. And with that. Until we Padres it and establish it rock bottom. And with that. We're gonna go ahead and wrap up thirteen. We're uh, week thirteen it's really hot here. In the studio right now. Uh, it is hot, yeah. uh, and and we're running out of topics here. So if uh, again you're a new listener, and if you've made it this far, thank you for tuning into the Low Sea Host Podcast. If you're a consistent listener, welcome back. Thank, thank you. you for tuning in. Follow us on Twitter. Um, yeah, and as always, follow us on Twitter. Los at Low Sea Host Fan Club. Yeah. Uh, we post always um, all things uh, Padres, whether it's good, bad, ugly. Boom, boom, boom. Um, and then let us know your thoughts. Uh, yeah. uh, give us some love or, or give us some hate. At Robert I don't Edward, care. At SD Sock Guy. Stop plugging your burner sock account. <laughs> <laughs>